Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So, yeah, it kind of feels like deja vu all over again after we debated just last year, wasn't it? Why the Alberta Teachers Association decided to to invite David Suzuki to come speak uh, at their annual conference. Uh, word that uh, environmental activist Sapora Berman uh, is going to be the keynote speaker at a conference uh, coming up next month. Now, look, I mean, I say this as someone who's had Sapora Berman on this program, so maybe it would be hypocritical for me to denounce anybody else extending an invitation. Uh, but is this someone with, with something valuable to contribute? And why is it to, in particular that teachers want to hear from, from somebody so outspoken on uh, environmental issues? So I do want to get into that. I do. Uh, this other story, though, came out today, and I certainly want to hear from the Teachers Association uh, about this problem. Uh, investigation by Global News. Now, this looks at the situation specifically in Edmonton. But one can imagine it's probably very similar in other cities. A uh, story today from Julia Wong with Global Edmonton kicked in the face, punched in the ribs, scratched to the point of drawing blood. This is the violence some teachers in Edmonton schools face when they go to work. There were 311 reported incidents of student violence against Edmonton teachers in the 2016 to 2017 school year. According to an analysis of employee incident reports obtained by Global News from the Edmonton Public School Board and the Edmonton Catholic School District through Freedom of Information Requests. Now, the information in the reports paints a picture of a workplace where many teachers and educational assistants are on the receiving end of various forms of violence. There was not much information about why the student instigated the action or what needs they may have. So joining us to talk a bit more about uh, some of these disturbing findings and, of course, the uh, aforementioned support Berman controversy, uh, Jonathan Techmeyer, Associate Coordinator Communications for the Alberta Teachers Association. John, good to talk to you. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Rob. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, let's start with this this latter story and some, some very disturbing numbers just out of Edmonton uh, regarding the kinds of uh, workplace violence that the teachers, teachers' assistants face just, just from students. Uh, should we be surprised by this? I, I think a lot of people would be surprised um, by the current situation uh, in schools. Unfortunately, we have a number of students uh, in our classrooms that aren't having their needs met anymore, that maybe require additional supports and resources in the classroom. And uh, the frustration levels are quite high. And, you know, sometimes the students uh, exhibit inappropriate behaviors, uh, aren't quite sure how to manage uh, the, the emotions or the stress, and they lash out to aggressively towards the adults that are trying to work with them. It really is an unfortunate situation. Uh, we're hearing that it's not necessarily uh, contained just to Alberta. It was an important topic of discussion at the recent Canadian Teachers Federation meeting held in Edmonton in July. Um, and we're going to be investigating it further. Uh, our provincial council 
has agreed to set aside some money to undertake a comprehensive research uh, project to look into the issue further. And that is work that will be done over the course of the fall into the next, uh, into the later part of the school year. Right. Uh, you know, when we talk about workplace issues that teachers deal with, it seems like we're often talking about class sizes, uh, et cetera. But, but this one is, is, I think, an interesting one because there, there's an inherent vulnerability in, in that kind of a setting where it's uh, a teacher, usually uh, a single teacher, and, and a classroom full of students. So when these situations arise, a teacher may be on his or her own. So when we talk about protecting teachers in the classroom, what, what does that entail? Yeah, and you know, we actually you you mentioned class size. We carry this issue and related issues quite closely to the issue of class size because teachers are not just concerned about the total number of students in a classroom, they're also concerned about the increasing complexity in the classroom. And I think it's important to point out to people that the classroom that exists for students today is quite different than the classroom that existed for students um, in previous decades. We have more students from diverse backgrounds included in the same classroom. We have more students with diverse special education needs uh, included in the same classroom. In previous years, they may have been congregated in a separate classroom, um, and, and now they're in, in that same classroom. It, it's part of a philosophy called inclusion, and we believe in inclusion. We think that it's very beneficial to the students with special needs and, and also to the other students in the classroom. But at the same time, in order for inclusion to be successful, uh, the students have to have the resources and supports that they require in the classroom in order to be successful. All right. Well, yeah, certainly an issue that warrants more more scrutiny. John, let, let's get the ATA's uh, side of this. A lot of reaction to, to word that Sapora Berman, a controversial environmental activist, will be the keynote speaker at an ATA conference coming up next month. Can you explain how and why that, that came to be? Yeah, and if you don't mind, I'll just tell you a little bit about the, uh, the the conference to begin with. The Alberta Teachers Association is one of the largest providers of professional development for teachers in this province, and in any given year, we'll sponsor between 30, 40 conferences and, and host probably thousands of speakers on a wide variety of topics representing a wide variety of viewpoints. In this situation, the conference is... Uh, a joint specialist conference from three of our specialist councils. So that's the Social Studies Council, the First Nations, Métis and Inuit Council, and the Global Environmental and Outdoor Education Council. So those three councils decided that in this year, they were, instead of hosting a separate conference for each of the groups, was going to host one conference altogether. It's going to be held at the uh, River Cree Resort and Casino in Enoch, Alberta. And so they were looking for and talking about a, a number of speakers that would help sort of bring together um, these three somewhat uh, different areas of interest. Um, and the uh, decision to pursue and, and to uh, talk to Ms. Berman was made well over a year ago. Um, and I think it's important to note that that time presented a little bit of a different context we didn't have some of the more recent controversies uh over pipelines and so that was the environment that the teachers who organized that conference were making uh this decision in the conferences are 
completely organized for teachers by teachers with the support of the Alberta Teachers Association. And so we think that's a very important uh, part of the structure. It, it makes some very powerful learning opportunities for the teachers. Um, and I think it's important to note that with this conference, the teachers who attend the conference are able to decide themselves when they look at the program whether they want to attend or whether they want to uh, go somewhere else for their professional development opportunities. So it's completely up to them whether they go or not. And the conference is funded through the registration fees of those who attend. I see. I, I mean, it, it, it comes across when you say that this is someone who you know teachers can learn from or someone who's worth listening to, it, it comes across almost like an endorsement from the ATA. I, I think that um, is definitely not the case here. Um, as I said, we, we'll host thousands of, of speakers uh, from a wide variety of viewpoints. And we've had speakers in the past, you know, I, I'm thinking of uh, Rex Murphy. We, we've had an executive from uh, an oil sands company before. There would be, uh, you know, speakers from a wide range of backgrounds. And, and for sure, not every teacher is going to agree with the speakers who are at the conference. And, and frankly, we don't have formal policy as an organization on on these issues so i can't say whether we as an organization would agree with uh, her or or many of the other speakers either you know at the end of the day teachers are smart and thoughtful professionals they're capable of examining multiple viewpoints and considering different perspectives on current issues in society and and frankly uh, the issue of oil development, the economy, climate change, and Indigenous reconciliation, these are some of the most important issues in society today. So I believe that the teachers organizing this conference wanted to be aware of various perspectives on these issues. And uh, I think that's why they uh, reached out to someone like Ms. Berman. Okay. At the same time, we're going to make sure that there is somebody at the conference that brings the perspective of the oil and gas industry and that they're included in that conversation as well. All right. Uh, so she's still booked, and that's not going to change. But as you say, it may be somewhere. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And someone to balance off some of that perspective as well. Exactly. All right. Well, John, thanks for making some time for us uh, here today. Do appreciate this. Thank you for the opportunity, Rob. I All right. appreciate it. Take care. John Techmeyer uh, with the Alberta Teachers Association, Associate Tech Coordinator of Communications. Uh, so some explanations of why they reached out to support Burma. And sure, fair enough. If, if they're going to to add somebody else to, to kind of add a different sort of perspective, okay, you know, maybe less of a controversy. It, it seems as though it comes across like some backpedaling kind of, holy crap, uh, what have we stepped in? Let's let's try to correct the perception here. 
So teachers aren't expected to attend. It's just somebody, I guess, who's quote unquote interesting to to speak about some some important issues. But I mean, if there isn't that balance, I mean, what what are teachers coming away with at a time when we're going through a curriculum review and you know focusing on on how best to teach certain topics? Does that does that shape in any? I don't know that it shapes the curriculum review necessarily, but does does it affect the the kind of starting point that teachers are coming at all of this with? As if they're they're hearing from somebody like Sapporo Berman. The other point that Don Braid makes uh, in the Calgary Herald today is the nature of Berman's activism, not just her her views, but as Don Braid says, like many other activists, Berman is willing to float the law no matter what the courts say about approvals or injunctions, and that makes her a terrible example for both teachers and students. So is that another additional element to this that, that maybe makes the invitation that much worse? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.